0: Everything is beneficial as it happens. Good morning and welcome to the Skellington Grin Podcast, a place of conversation, exploration, and connection through spirituality. I'm your host, Alice B. Skellinger, and on this episode, we will be talking about this very idea that everything is beneficial as it happens. And how we can see everything as beneficial as it happens. So take for instance when we go through a breakup or when we go through a job loss or when we go through a job change or when we wind up moving from one place to another because of whatever circumstances, whenever we are making that conscious choice Whenever we are choosing that in a way because we are wanting it, because we feel that it will be beneficial, we do see it as beneficial. When we are making the choice to go after a different job, when we are making the choice to accept a promotion, when we are making the choice to leave a relationship or move a relationship to the next level because we feel that we're ready for something like that or we move from one city to another or one town to another or one state to another or one country to another. We have already made that plan. We have already gotten everything done to be able to enact that plan and we feel good about it. When we feel good about it, we do see it as beneficial. We do see it as something that is going to make our lives better. We do see it as something that is going to improve upon our happiness because we've chosen that thing and said yes this will make us happy once it happens but what about the things that that happen for a reason because we need to get out of these situations that are making us miserable or keeping us stuck or hurting us and it's five fifty-five in the morning right now so gotta gotta notice that little vibrational thing but That little synchronicity there. I love noticing synchronicities, don't you? Synchronicities are wonderful. They're beautiful. But when we see something as beneficial, even if it's something that was hard to accept or something that might have been hard to do or something that might have been, I guess... You could use the word negative. When we see something negative happen in our 3D reality, we get upset. We get upset. We get upset with ourselves. We get upset with other people. We start pinning blame. We start looking at it as, oh, well, this is happening to me because of XYZ thing that I did in the past. Or... This is happening to me because I'm not good enough or this is happening to me because of whatever whatever negative reason pops into your mind. You're not good enough. Something happened in the past that, that keeps you in this cycle. Something happened with, with XYZ person that caused you to, to lose this job or something happened with XYZ thing and you didn't get the promotion or a new person that has never even been with the company came in and and they got the promotion and now you're upset about it because that should have been you. You can pull back the lens though and look at that thing as being beneficial to you too. And why do I say that? It's because when we pull back the lens of wanting to get angry, when we pull back that lens and we don't allow ourselves to get angry with what happened and we don't allow ourselves to feel negatively towards what happens, we create this space where instead we recognize that maybe it happened the way that it did because something better is out there for us. And what will happen is, when we see that that loss of something, or when we see that we am, we are moving out of a relationship, we are moving to a new state, we are moving to a new city, we are moving to a whatever, we are getting a new job, or we didn't get that promotion, or we, whatever it is. Maybe what happened... Is going to enhance our desire for something better. It's going to enhance that desire to focus on how we want to feel and the feeling that we want to create when we do have this blissful relationship in our lives, when we do have that desired relationship with Mr. Wright or Mrs. Wright or Mix Right, you know, like whenever we have that beautiful relationship with the person or people that we want to be in a relationship with and that, excuse me, that energy that we recognize that we want to have in that perfect relationship or we move on to a new job and we recognize that this new job might be better for us than the last one where we wanted that promotion because we're going to be making more at this new job and we're going to already have a higher up position. Whenever the negative thing happens, we can look at it as beneficial and say, okay, well, this happened because something better was supposed to happen. This happened, and you know what? It enhanced my desire to go after something greater. It enhanced my desire to expect that good things are going to happen to me. Better things are on the way. More money is coming in. That perfect relationship is coming in. That new job that I've been looking at. I'm actually going to get it because guess what? I not only meet the qualifications, but this is the kind of job that I want to do. And this is the kind of job that will make me happy. I'm moving to this new city because this new city has all of the things that I could ever desire to have close to me. To be able to live the best life that I desire. I am moving to this new state because I want to expand myself and I want to go to this college to be able to get this degree to be able to do this thing in my life. I am moving to this new state because I got a job offer with my dream publishing company and now I'm going to be an editor for... Um, Penguin Random House. (laughs) So it enhances whenever something that might be seen as traditionally negative happens, we can look at it as beneficial to say that it is enhancing our desire to move forward. It is enhancing our desire to have something greater happen in our lives. It is enhancing our desire to go after what it is that we dream of. Whether that's money, whether that's a new relationship, whether that's a new car, whether that's a new house, whether that's a... It doesn't matter what it is that you desire, but when you see everything as beneficial as it is happening, you can then say, okay, well, one of two things is happening here. It is either satisfying my need and satisfying my desire at this moment, or it is enhancing my desire to go after what it is that I truly want. I'm going to tell you right now. I, during the pandemic, um, I was in grad school, and I went into grad school straight after graduating college, um, the semester directly after. I graduated in the fall of 2019, and I went straight into grad school the next semester to be able to not have to a buyout fee to, um, to buy out my contract to live on campus um, because I couldn't afford to, to pay the buyout fee. And, and two, because I was like, you know what, I've already been here for so long, might as well continue to go. Might as well go ahead and go for that master's degree if it's something that I want instead of taking a gap year or taking a gap semester and going later. Well I did that and I I went to I went straight in and I went for my master's degree and I was taking night classes and then the pandemic hit. And then I was at home taking these classes. I was at home having to, you know, show up for Zoom meetings. I was at home not living on campus and quite miserable. And, and a lot of people were, you know, getting into these bouts of depression because of having to stay home and, and being within their four walls and not being able to do much. Barely, barely even being able to go get groceries without, without, you know, feeling stuck because of the restrictions and everything. Then the very next semester, restrictions kind of loosened a little bit, but we did have to go back to campus wearing masks, and we did have to go back to campus being six feet apart from, from each other, and we did have to go back to campus with, with restrictions and rules, and <clears throat> and while that was all fine and dandy, I was juggling working on campus several hours a day with being in grad school and taking two-day classes and one-night class the very next semester, um, my second semester of grad school, and commuting. I wasn't living on campus this time. I was commuting. And I was so depressed. I wasn't getting good sleep. I wasn't eating well. I was sacrificing a lot to be able to you know, do my best to study and do my best to make sure that I was doing my assignments. And, and there were times where I completely faltered and I almost wound up failing a class. I think I did fail a class that I shouldn't have failed in grad school because I was putting so much on my plate at one time and I was miserable. My third semester, I continued to go, continued to, you know, do it out, but I decided not to go back to grad school. I decided after that third semester that I was done, that it wasn't for me anymore. And looking back, that change was hard. That change was so hard to make. That decision to not go back was so hard to make. That decision to quit my job at the radio station on campus and and also not go back to to grad school and and not finish out my, my master's degree when I only had a semester left. That choice, looking back, it hurt. It hurt to me. But now, I don't regret it because I know that there was something better for me to be doing instead of staying in college and finishing out my master's degree. Because yes, if I would have finished out my master's degree, I would have done a creative writing course and I would have been able to maybe do, do a creative internship and, and do something that would have catapulted me further with my writing. But I was listening to a different call. I was, I was heeding a different call. And that call was to help people and to do a service work by doing tarot readings. And then I listened to another call. And that call pushed me to start a podcast. And then I listened to another call. And that call said, make more videos on TikTok. And then I listened to another call. And that call said, create another Instagram account and start promoting yourself on Instagram again. But don't promote yourself so much to where you're neglecting TikTok and your podcast. Your podcast comes first, <laughs> and and creating on TikTok is where you're going to get more traction. And start your YouTube and upload, you know, every Sunday and do a collective tarot reading for the week. <laughs> and and I've missed a couple of of weeks of doing the YouTube just because of life things that have been happening in my life. But I. I listened to different calls. And now looking back, I recognize that it was beneficial for me to not go back to grad school. Because what I needed to do was I needed to start working. I needed to start working. But not only did I need to start working, I needed to start doing what was going to make me happy, what was going to make me sustainable, what was going to have me thriving in What was going to get me out of debt? What was going to get me further in my life? Because I was listening to the call to do something that was going to make me happy. To follow my passions. And my passion to this day is to create spiritual content. And to do tarot readings. And now I'm working for another professional tarot company on top of doing what I'm already doing see how it works out and when you look at things in your life as being beneficial as they happen even the quote bad things when you look at your life as being beneficial as it happens it creates this massive paradigm shift because what then happens is that you appreciate everything that happens and I know that's hard, that's a hard concept to wrap your head around sometimes because you're like, okay, well, why would I appreciate something negative happen? Why would I appreciate losing a job? Why would I appreciate losing some income? Because another source is coming in. Another source is coming. In. Something greater is out there for you. And you are now coming into alignment with that desire. If you keep thinking about, oh, well, I want to be able to do something with music or, oh, well, I want to be able to do something with, you know, something creative. I want to I want to start writing again. I want to I want to publish a book Um, or I want to focus on writing poetry and publishing poetry. Or I want to be an artist and I want to do that full time. Or I want to be a content creator on YouTube and I want to do that full time. And you put your energy and your focus into that. And you say, you know what, I'm going to make it happen. Little by little, I'm going to start that project right now. I'm going to do what I can right now with the time and the tools and the resources that I have to be able to do it right now and make that a part of my reality and continue to to push myself towards that desire to continue to grow with that growing desire continue to grow alongside of it until i can manifest that desire as my 100% full reality and it works but in order to in order to align with your desire you have to grow with it because that desire is going to continue to grow but if you are not taking responsibility for your growth and you are not growing alongside of it and you are not recognizing that it is okay to have that expectation that your desire is going to manifest because all expectation is is a belief and a desire being in the same place at the same time you believe that your desire will manifest and your desire at the end of the day is to feel good having that manifestation materialize in your life and when you get into that feeling of already having it and already feeling good about it and already feeling good about the the crux of what it gave you the juice of what it gave you uh to quote Abraham Hicks I I love Abraham Hicks I I listen to Abraham Hicks every morning now (laughs) and um to quote Abraham Hicks She said that the takeaway, the payoff of everything that happens and and the reason why you should look at everything as being beneficial as it happens is because of the juice of what it gave you. And what did she mean by that? She meant that you should look at what came out of that manifestation, or that experience, or that relationship, or that job, or that opportunity, or whatever it is, look at your life and say, that whatever happened, you can look at that and say, oh, well guess what? It gave me something. It gave me something that I needed. Whether it was a lesson or a blessing or whatever, it gave me something that I needed. And that pushed me further towards my desire. And that pushed me further towards that growth and expansion that I can expect to happen. So if a relationship wound up being bad, wound up being toxic, and you wound up leaving that relationship... you wound up recognizing that that relationship was not a healthy relationship for you. Maybe you might not be pushed towards your your next relationship immediately. Maybe you might not even desire a new relationship immediately. But the desire that you do have is to move on from that relationship and start focusing on yourself and start focusing on the things that make you happy as a person outside of that relationship and finding who you are again, separately from that relationship. You, you were in that relationship for so long that you identified yourself within the parameters of that relationship for so long. And now you are trying to identify yourself again as a completely different person that is no longer attached to that relationship. That is your desire. And that desire is going to stay there, and you are going to grow alongside of it. You are going to start doing the things that made you happy in the first place. You are going to start doing the things that made you feel good in the first place. You are going to start doing the things that you know will make you happy. You are going to start pushing yourself towards doing what it is That fuels your life. That enriches your soul. That gets you closer to your goals. And you are ultimately going to start focusing on yourself. And recognizing that you are the creator of your own universe. You are the creator of your own universe. What you do within your life the way in which you feel, the way in which you interact with things. That is what creates your reality. That is what creates your experience at the end of the day. Not what somebody else does, not what somebody else dictates to you, unless you allow them to dictate it to you. But what you do in your life and in your scope and how you feel, you know you want to make money. You know you want to make more money. You know you want to have a new relationship. So your desires are going to align with with that goal. And if you recognize that your desires and your expectations for that desire to be met, your desires already exist. Your expectations for it to be met, you expect it to just flow and you align with natural flow and you just let it happen. Then it winds up manifesting faster. Another thing that Abraham said is to uncondition yourself. And what did she mean by that? When we place conditions, we we hear the words conditional or unconditional, especially when it comes to love. When we place conditions on... Our lives, when we place conditions on ourselves, when we place conditions on other people, we wind up creating this push and pull and this really awkward dichotomy. Um, Because when we are creating conditions within our lives, especially in, in the context of interacting with other people, We're creating conditions within that relationship, whether it's a business relationship, um, a colleague-to-colleague relationship, um, a colleague-to-employer relationship, uh, or an employee-to-employer relationship, sorry, or a relationship that's romantic or a relationship that's familial, a relationship that's just a friendship. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what the relationship is. But when we are putting conditions on that relationship and we are saying that that person needs to meet our needs in order for us to love them, in order for us to see them as valuable, in order for us to want to interact with them on a daily basis. When we put those conditions on another person and we say... Okay, well, this is how they're supposed to act in order for us to have a healthy relationship. This is what they're supposed to do in order for us to have a, you know, good sale day. This is what they're supposed to do. Hello, those conditions actually wind up being detrimental. Those conditions are not sustainable. What those conditions actually do is set us up for failure. Because we are saying that those conditions must be met before we can even be happy. And that's not true. That's not true at all. Because instead of looking at it as, oh, we need those conditions to be met in order for us to be happy. We need those conditions to be met in order for us to be sustainable. We need those conditions to be met. We need that person to meet those conditions so that da 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 can happen no. Conditions are unsustainable. And even in the context of okay, well, you got out of a relationship and you need to move on, but you may still be around that person in a sense. And and you see it as that person needs to do something for you to be able to be happy within the situation. That person needs to do something for you to be able to feel comfortable and confident. No, they don't. No, they don't. They are not the master of your mood. They are not the master of your life. They are not the master of you feeling confident and secure in yourself. And if you are giving somebody else that power over you, Instead of recognizing that you have power within your own life and you have power within your own frame and you have power in what you do and you have the power to create your life to the best ability that you want to see it. You set yourself up for failure. When you put that control and that power, especially over how you're going to feel about your life and yourself and what you're going to do and how confident you're going to feel and how you're going to act, when you put that in someone else's hands, you say, I rely on them and what they do And the conditions that they meet in order to have the best life that I possibly can. And you wind up making yourself the side character in their story. You wind up making yourself the supporting role in their movie. And if you don't want to be a supporting actor or actress, you want to be the star, get back into your frame. Recognize that you are the star of your own movie. Recognize that you are the creator of your own reality. To end this, I want to quote Abraham again and quote something that she said in one of her in one of her talks that I wound up writing down and I've started using. It is so delicious to interact with deliberate creation. I am the creator of my own reality. I am the conjurer of my own mood. Now these are affirmations, okay? So so let me repeat this again. These following affirmations came from a teaching that Ab- came from a talk that Abraham Hicks did. And I want to share them with you because I feel like these affirmations are so profound. And once you recognize this within yourself and you get into this I am presence, it really does create a massive and wonderful shift for your life. It is so delicious to interact with deliberate creation. I am the creator of my own reality. I am the conjurer of my own mood. I am the keeper of my own attitude. I am the releaser of my own vibrational butterflies. And the law of attraction or the law of assumption, whichever you prefer, is the master facilitator to match up with those frequencies and to deliver me manifestational evidence for one purpose and one purpose only, to help me in the deliberateness of my creative endeavors. To help me in the deliberateness of my creative endeavors. Source is always with you. Source is always going to be in your vortex. No matter how you define it, you can define it by source being God, or source being source, or source being the universe, or source being your deities, if you, if you work with pagan practices, or, or, or witchcraft, or, or um, if you work with any kind of religion, or, um, or spiritual practice in which you are a devotee of a deity, or, or you work in tandem with a deity, doesn't matter how you define it, your source is always calling you, And if you are not listening to the call, and if you are not recognizing that they are helping you for one purpose only, and that that purpose is to help you in the deliberateness of your creative endeavors, that creates negative emotion. And what is emotion? Energy in motion. Everything is energy. And the emotions that you feel is just that energy in motion. So, if you are not listening to the call of source, that is what's creating a negative emotion. But if you are listening to the call of source, that is what creates positive emotion, positive action, positive thinking, positive feeling, and elatedness in your life. And if you want to feel elated, focus on removing conditions. Focus on being in your frame. Focus on the fact that your expectation is your desires and your beliefs being in the same place. And if your beliefs are strong, so will, you. so will your desires be. And so will that manifestation of those desires. It'll happen almost rapidly. When you recognize that you are the creator. That you have this power. And it'll be a beautiful experience. Trust me. I hope that you have a beautiful day. And I hope that you remember that you are the creator of your own reality. And that reality, that reality has not just the potential to be beautiful, but the power to be beautiful. Because you are beautiful. You are a badass. You are a king, a queen, a, a god, a goddess, a goddess. Whatever you want to divine yourself as. You are a creator. You are the majesty. You are the wonder. You have value. You are valid. You are heard. You are accepted. You are loved. You are here for a reason. You have a purpose. I hope that you have a wonderful day. And you continue to have amazing conversations, go on many explorations, and continue to forge wonderful connections through spirituality.